In this episode of Pastor Brad Rocks, we are going to answer three of the most pressing questions that human beings have asked in all of history today. You're going to know the answer to these three questions by the time this podcast is over. Here's the three questions. Number one, how do I find my way in this crazy, crazy mixed up world? How do I know the truth? You know, we live in a world that is so messed up with its idea about what truth is. People, that's my truth. Well, that's your truth. That's, you know, it's all kind of like, well, I feel this. I think this. What is the truth? And then life. How do we live life? How do we actually live life in a way that feels, or not just feels, but is meaningful and purposeful? And so that when we lay our head on our pillow at night, we're like, yes, Yes, my life is headed somewhere. This is good. You're going to know the answer to those questions by the time we finish this, man. So I'm so glad you're here. In every episode, I also get to share one of my songs with you. In this episode, I get to share a track from my uh, 2004 release, Out of the Hellhole. This song is called The Way. And it's all about the fact that Jesus... I mean, I almost gave it all the way right there. Because this song is all about exactly what this teaching is all about. So let's let's just move forward, right? God is in this. It is no accident that you are here today. I am ready to share this with you. I'm fired up about it. It's going to rock you up. This song's going to rock you up. This whole podcast is going to rock you up for Jesus, man. I know you're ready. So let's just do this. Pastor Brad here, your 80s heavy metal, head-banging, Jesus-loving online pastor. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Pastor Brad Rocks podcast. Hey, wherever you happen to be listening to this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. If you're enjoying these podcasts, whatever platform you happen to be on, if you can leave a thumbs up or a comment or share this episode with a friend, that would be awesome to help the audience grow. God bless you, man. Thank you in advance so much for that. And now... Let's move on to the point of today's podcast. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. In John chapter 14, Jesus is hanging out with his disciples and he's actually comforting them. He's preparing them for the fact that his earthly ministry is almost over, that he's going to return to the Father. He's trying to encourage them. And he says, listen, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. He says, I'm going to prepare a place for you and I'm going to come back and I'm going to take you to be with me. And he says, you know the way. And then Thomas, he says, he didn't say dude, but I'm going to write. He says, dude, Jesus, we don't even know where you're going. How can we know the way? And then in John chapter 14, verse six, here's what the Bible says. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Early on in the book of Acts, Christians referred to themselves as followers of the way. And when they said we're followers of the way, they weren't saying, hey, we follow this prescribed teaching or this certain religion. No, they knew that Jesus 
the Son of God was the living way, and they followed him. And so they were followers of the way. It wasn't until Acts chapter 11 that other people called them Christians, and they actually said that as a put down. Those Christians. It was kind of like, what do they think they are? They're like little Jesuses. Everything they do, they talk about him, they sing about him, they pray about him, they serve in his name. Dude, they're just like these Christians. And it was, seriously, it was a slam. But the Christians, the followers of the way, said, dude, that's a cool title. We're going to wear that with honor because that's exactly what we're all about. But from day one, they thought of themselves as followers of the living way, Jesus primarily scholars believe because of what Jesus said right here in John chapter 14 verse 6 I am the way so let's break this down okay these three statements that Jesus kind of says together here I am the way the truth and the life first the way first Jesus says I am the way trusting Jesus submitting to Jesus following Jesus walking with him in his ways asking what would Jesus do right so walking in relationship with him it is the way submitting to him is the way to grace receiving that unmerited favor from God because of what Jesus did on the cross it is the way to peace and life knowing that he will never leave you he will never forsake you he is your Lord he's your Savior he's with you you can do all things through Christ he is the way to blessing he is the way to joy he is the way to the Father he even says at the end of this statement no one comes to the Father except through me the way in John chapter 10 Jesus says I am the good shepherd and my sheep they follow me they know my voice and when they hear it they follow me and I lead them out to green pastures to good things Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6 trust in the Lord with all of your heart lean not on your own understanding but in all of your ways acknowledge him confess him look to him trust him and he will direct your paths. He will show you the way. And Jesus is the perfect revelation of our Father. He is God with skin on, and he has come to show us the way. Next, Jesus says, I am the truth. My grandma, she taught me a really cool little phrase when I was growing up about the Word of God and, and how it connects us with Jesus, okay? Who is the truth? The Word of God, the Bible, is God's revealed truth to us. Jesus is God's revealed truth to us only in skin form, right? In human form. And here's what grandma would say about the Bible all the time. The written Word leads us to the living Word. You know Jesus is the living word, right? In the Gospel of John, if you go to the very beginning of it, it opens up with John saying, in the beginning was the word, and he's referring to Jesus. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And then he goes on to describe how in the beginning, how God created everything through the world. He created the world, the cosmos, everything through the word. If you flip over to Genesis chapter one, it starts the same way the Gospel of John does with the words in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then it says, and God said, God spoke, and he speaks everything into existence through his word. If you come to Colossians chapter one, verses 15 through 17, here's what Paul says. The son, that is Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God. He is the firstborn over all creation. For in him, all things were created. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether they are thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all all things have been created through him. He is before all things. And then listen to this statement. And in him, in Christ, all things hold together. 
Christ is holding you together. He's holding everything together. Listen, I'm going to give you a little assignment, okay? You, you need to discover this for yourself. You will love this. This will freak you out. Get on Google. Get on Google. Get on Google. And type in the word laminin. L-A-M-I-N-I-N. L-A-M-I-N-I-N. Lamb in in. I'm really pressing into this because I really want you to, to take the time to check this out, okay? This is a connective molecule. This is a molecule. Um, I'm not a scientist, okay? I'm going to be using the exact right words here, but it's a molecule in your body that holds everything else together. This element holds everything else together in you, okay? Google this. Look at images of it. It will blow you away. It's awesome. So in Christ, everything is held together. So if you look up the word truth, in a dictionary. A good dictionary will always tie any definition of truth to reality or that which corresponds with what really is and actually is, okay? So it makes pretty good sense to me that the one who created all things and holds all things together. He created you. He created your personality. He created your ability to think. He created your heart and everything around you. It seems like he would be the very best source of what is, right? (laughs) The very best source of what is true, of what is real. Jesus is the truth. His word is truth. When he reveals something to us about the world, about life, It is truth. It is what really truly corresponds with reality, with what actually is. There are so many times I get feelings or emotions about what I think I want or what I should do. But the Bible is so true when it says the heart is deceitfully wicked. Any time that I follow Christ, even if in, uh, intuitively it's like, this is counterintuitive, this doesn't make sense. When I follow God's word, it always leads to the best result, to what is right, to good fruit, to blessing. When I disobey Jesus, it always leads to bad fruit, every time. Because Jesus is the way and Jesus is the truth. Finally, Jesus says, I am the life. This is super cool, okay? There are three Greek words that are translated life in the New Testament. The first is bios. That's where we get our word biology. This is referring to physical human life. The next word is suke, which is referring to the soul, the, 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 the living soul, the mind, the will, and the emotions. It's that, it's that life that's inside of you that kind of makes you animated in who you are. But the, the next one is zoe, Z-O-E is how it would be uh, spelled in English letters. This is amazing. And this is the one that Jesus refers to here when he says, I am the life. Zoe is the uncreated, eternal life of God, the divine life uniquely possessed by God. Okay, so this is life that was never created. God created suke when he created human beings and gave them a soul. He created bios when he created our physical bodies and, and breathed life into them. But zoe, this is the very essence of what life is. This is the life that was never created. This is the life that's been eternal because God has always been and always will be. Jesus says, I am that with skin on. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Now listen, this shows up in other places in the New Testament. In John chapter 5, verses 39 and 40, he's talking to the Pharisees. And the Pharisees were all into studying the scriptures, which is an awesome thing, but they kind of missed something here. Listen, this is Jesus talking to the Pharisees. He says, you study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal zoe. 
that you have this life, this amazing forever divine life of God. And yet he says, these are the very scriptures that testify about me. And yet you refuse to come to me to have Zoe, to have this life. See, this is why I love that statement my grandma made. The word of God is amazing. But if you're only studying the Bible to learn information and to know stuff, it's useless. I mean, it's not totally useless, but it's it, it, you're missing the whole point. The whole point of the scriptures is to lead you to the living word, to lead you to the one who can give you real life, Zoe. In John chapter 10, again, going back to that passage where Jesus refers to himself as the good shepherd, the one that the sheep follow. In verse 10, he says, the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Then he flips it and talks about himself. But I have come that they, those who follow me, my sheep, that they may have life. Zoe, divine, eternal, awesome God life. And have it to the full. Have it abundantly. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world, he loved you so much, that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him, surrenders to him, follows him, submits to him as Lord and Savior, will not perish, but will have eternal Zoe, eternal, forever, awesome, divine God life. And they'll have it abundant awesome. See, it's not just forever life. It's a quality of life. It's a God quality of life. And we get it through Christ, following him, trusting him, submitting to him, putting our faith in him as Lord and Savior. Jesus is the way. So if you want to know the way to deal with whatever, the way to make it through life, the way to overcome, the way to get to the Father, it is Jesus. You want to know the truth? You look around at this crazy world with a bazillion opinions on every corner. You want to know the truth about who you are, where you come from, why you're here, where you're going. Are you loved? Do you have meaning and value and purpose? You find it in Jesus. He is the truth. He's the creator of all things. And so he's the ultimate authority on all things. He created you. He created your deepest desires. This is why the scriptures say that when we delight ourselves in the Lord, this is Psalm 37, 4, that when we delight ourselves in the Lord, he gives us the desires of our heart. Now listen, I, 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 gotta, I gotta unpack that real quick, okay? I used to think that that means if I get religious and I follow God, that he'll give me what I want. That's not what that verse means. It means that when we delight ourselves in the Lord, when we say, okay, I'm not going to find delight in the things of this world. I'm going to find delight in the things of God. Then we will begin to discover, oh my goodness, I, I am finding the true desires of my heart. I'm finding what real joy and meaning is. I used to think I just wanted all this surface stuff that made me happy. No, no, no. I'm finding something much deeper, a deeper joy in knowing him. And Jesus is the way and the truth that leads to that. And then he is the life. He is the life that is divine. He wants to give you that life, that real life, that sustaining, powerful, overcoming, forever, blessed, joyful, peace-filled, God life. And so it's through him that we find the way, the truth, and the life. And it's through him exclusively, by the way. This is one of the most powerful things about Christianity. Jesus was the most loving person in the world, but he was also the most exclusive. He said, there's not many ways to God. There's one, and I'm it. It is through me exclusively that you come to God the Father. Putting your faith in him, trusting him, surrendering to him, following him as a disciple, as your Lord and Savior. 
So the song that I get to share with you today is called The Way. It is just another one of my very favorite tracks from Out of the Hellhole from 2004. This is another one of those that when I got an opportunity to play at Cornerstone, I said, this tune's got to be there, man. It's just a declaration about who Jesus is, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Talk about the fact that he wants to give this Zoe life to his flock who follow him. You'll hear a reference to that in the song. I really hope it rocks you up. And um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. It's, it's another one of those tunes that was recorded in my study up in northern Indiana when I was at the Michiana Community Church of God in the afternoons. I'd pull out the gear in the afternoons and turn my study into a studio and, and record. Had a lot of fun uh, standing across the room and shouting out the chorus because I you know recorded like, I don't know, 10 tracks for backing vocals to create the, the chorus, the big stacked vocal chorus. Just had a ball recording this and I really, really, really hope and trust that this tune will absolutely get your head banging in your feet tapping a little bit but bigger than that it's going to get your heart pumping for jesus man i hope it encourages you thanks for hanging out with me no further ado let's get into it here it is the way Thank you. 
hey man, thanks so much for hanging out with me on this podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it and I hope it totally rocked you up for Jesus. As we wrap things up here, let me quickly say, if you dig what I'm doing, man, and you're blessed by the music, the podcast, the teaching videos, etc., and you want to support this ministry, this mission to reach classic metalheads for Jesus, I want to invite you to head over to my Patreon page and learn how you're just couple dollars a month will make a huge difference in this ministry. And also about some amazing exclusive benefits that you'll receive in exchange for your support. The link to my Patreon page will be at the very top of the show notes. So head over there, check it out, learn about it, pray about it. And whatever you decide, man, God bless you. And thanks for being part of the Pastor Brad Rocks family, man. Remember to like, share, subscribe, leave comments, all those things that helps the show to grow. Really appreciate it. Stop by PastorBradRocks.net sometime. Over there, you can learn all about the ministry of the music. It's some free uh, music downloads, all kind of cool stuff. Also, if you're interested in following Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, best decision you'll ever, ever, ever make, promise bar none. You can learn about that over at pastorbradrocks.net as well, or leave a comment here. I'll get back with you. Shoot me an email at pastorbrad at AOL.com. Yes, I still use AOL. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with me, man. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. God bless you. Pastor Brad, out.